what's up you guys how y'all been i know it's been a little bit but uh you know we just got kind of back from art basil you know we did another podcast but right now we're just you know in the preparation stages for la uh the podcast you're about to listen to right now is woody talking to brick owens and do of Bistroy. some really good conversation hope you guys enjoy it um like i said earlier next month we will be in la and we will be doing live podcasts so be ready for that stay in tune uh we're gonna have some crazy crazy shit going on man so uh glad you guys are listening and uh enjoy three finally you ready for part two because you told him it was part one so Da-da. this is part two from the back cave right now the beehive, beehive. <laughs> i never seen a bat and a bee close so you're right yeah yo i was watching no uh, speaking of pot, yo, bro, I'm gonna put you on Joey Diaz. There's some old Cuban from like uh, New York, but he live in LA now. That nigga know about everything. Nigga yeah. be talking about like Eddie Murphy, talk about uh, trannies. He be talking about like niggas uh, scamming like way back in the day. He be talking about mad funny shit. But the reason why I just brought him up, I'm already losing my fucking thought process, is because he got like an old. Um, Alexander McQueen story. That shit is too funny. Oh really? Yeah, I think, I think he was like, um, I think Alexander McQueen hired him or something to rob somebody who robbed him. Cause the dude was like a known robber. Like the nigga know how to break into anybody's crib. Shut the fuck up. No, yo, bro, I will pull up, bro. You can pull up the dude Joey Diaz, bro. This, it's a, it's an old fat like, Italian dude, bro. Nigga is mad funny, bro. Nigga is mad funny. He be telling stories about like. Niggas doing her heroin house burnt down. Niggas so high. Nigga don't even get out the house. <laughs> and, the, and the house was only burning down because um, nigga was cooking French fries. <laughs> the house had burnt. Some shit like that happened on one episode of Breaking Bad. Basically, yeah. So that shit, that shit I, I wouldn't be time. surprised if niggas in their basin. Yeah. Y'all ready though? Y'all about to go, you know, cross the pond. Yeah, man. We got to pop up. On February 14th through 16th, UW Square. My mustache isn't ready. <laughs> you fake chopped your mustache a little bit, though. No, I didn't. You did? It just yeah. don't grow? It's Progress is a slow process. I don't know, bro. You need to go through something. If you go through something, the mustache, like facial hair grow, you're going through some shit. Nigga, if that was the case, I'd be cousin it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um... Yeah, we're getting up to go to Paris and all that type of wild shit. Um, we'll change the scenery, switch it up. That's about it. Come back, jump into the pop-up February 14th. Um, it's going to be a good one. Have your money ready. Uh, we'll be dropping a price list real soon. And all that good stuff. And we appreciate y'all being patient and sticking with us. Yeah. So now, fuck the bullshit. Let's talk about the real shit. Yeah, so, I grew up in Florida. I just, a lot of people ask stupid questions, talk about is Florida the South? Because I think people think about Miami and, like, Orlando, and they think this is a bunch of old people vacationing. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, the South is. It's not? Nah, hell yeah, Florida the South. That shit's so country, bro. You see Kodak Black, that nigga country as fuck. He ain't from Orlando, though. He from, like, like Broward or, like, Hollywood, Florida, some shit from, like that. Uh, Pompano. Well, Pompano Beach. But it's all in that same area. Like, once you leave past Orlando and Tampa, all, all that shit is on the way to Miami. But the point is, that shit is country as hell. 
Like that shit ain't no different than Savannah, Georgia or something like that. Uh, yeah, UCI country, Savannah is yeah. But maybe New Orleans. Yeah, but like walked up in Savannah right now. But but the trippy part is I think people forget how fucking country Atlanta is. Like that shit is like Nah, that shit is country, bro. You're not about to run away from that today. Nah. Well, I'm running away I, from I it. Feel I, mean, him, I feel them though because we don't. What's the standard for country? Country as in nigga wearing their pants right above their fucking knees, right above their knees going to the gas station. Well, first of all, I got to tell you. It's not fucking Statesboro or like no shit like that. If you call a nigga from Atlanta country, he's, he's going to shoot you. He's, Th- that's country. I mean, but a Florida nigga do the same. So okay. exactly, Florida people are country. That's my whole point. No, I think country has a different meaning. Where we from? No, you thinking about a higher level of it. You got to think anyone else who's not from the South, they put the whole South in a bubble, so they don't know difference between a nigga who live on a ranch in Texas and a nigga who live in a city in Atlanta. Because we all sound, because everybody sounds like somewhat similar. You get what I'm saying? That's fair. So outside of Southern states. Country is like not city, basically. It's how you talk, or you know. But in Atlanta, country is slow. Exactly. That's what it's, definition. It means that. Like so if you call me country, you're calling me slow. Exactly. It means that you you have the ability to take advantage of me. You know what I'm saying? It's an insult. I like how y'all picked up on what I was saying without me actually having to say it. Cool. So now that we got that going, yeah. So like. Let me give you an example. All right, let's say a girl fuck with a dude, and she'd be like, yeah, he from the South. Yeah, he country. I mean, you know, like the South side of something. Yeah. Like, yeah, he country as fuck. I mean, like, he's a duck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, in Florida, you know, they call that box, you know. Yeah, like, um, up North, there's not really a lot of, like, believe it or not, there's not a lot of, like, um, retarded classes. Like, ESE for kids in high school and shit. Yeah, a lot of these motherfuckers would have been in them classes. No, for real. Them. No, for real, for real. They don't have that <laughs> shit here like that. They don't. Like, they have whole schools for it, and they try to make it seem like they're going to save all of them mm-hmm. and make it a private school. Like, New York is so sh- sh- fucking shady. A Jewish dude to, like, open a school and make people pay to make their kids become more educated, but all those kids are retarded. That's crazy. Like, my homeboy, he doing 10 years right now. He was He was under retarded classes like he had some shit called like XL where it was like you had to like get a certain amount of points each day and your points had to add up to like 600 to get into like regular classes I ain't gonna hold you when I was in college I was in a remedial course but that's college after after just to make it the college was luck for me and nigga I graduated with 2.0 I didn't graduate on D dot remedial in college don't mean it's just luck I mean I mean, I knew I sucked at, like, I knew I was no good at that subject anyway. I didn't care for it, so therefore I didn't apply but that's myself. that's what that means in right. college. It means that you're not good at a subject. Right. You know, in, in high school, if you're in a remedial class, you're slow, yeah, period. Like, you're retarded as a person all the yeah. way around. Wait, so, Bricks, what did you go to college for? Studied economics, actually. Well, I'm not a fucking idiot. I was act- I always excelled at no. the shit I wanted to do, but, like, science and all that old goofball, social studies, all that type of shit. Like, you could give me a map and be like, da 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 and I'd be like, I don't know. Oh, so you the Steve Jobs of underachieving. I won't compare myself to Steve Jobs. I'm just a nigga. But I like what I like. Underachieving, <laughs> though, because cause that's how I was. I was the worst person in class. I actually got into math fights because um, I was the hood nigga mm. in advanced classes, mm. so I still didn't do work. I still had a hood nigga ethic, so mm. I didn't do no homework ever. Mm. But I knew enough common sense to talk to the teacher all class. And one time this girl pulled up on me and she was like, can you shut up? You know everything but never do the homework. No, Everyone can't get a B on the test like you. Well, bitch, mind your business. 
All right, so I'm happy you filled. I'm happy you filled in the next scene. Yeah, so she had a boyfriend. I don't be with all that. So like she that. had a boyfriend who was like, you know, I got to defend my girl. And he got. Yeah, you gonna get your ass? Yeah, he got washed like Downey real quick. That should be stupid, bro. I'm just big on minding, minding, mind your business. All right, I'm talking to the teacher. The fuck you gotta like. I don't know. That should be stupid, but yeah. Only, mm-hmm. only thing I fucked up with, dude, in the south, I never learned how to drive. Oh, he was bugging. Bro, I never had to drive. Everybody got cars. I never had a car, but... never I had a car in my life, around. nigga. I started every girl around. in the South would pull up on me. Every girl I had had a car. Yeah, in everybody. My car. What? Yeah, but then car. now you gotta... Now you limited to the girls that got cars. What about all the pretty girls who need somebody to pick them up? She ain't that pretty. She ain't got no whip ski. I ain't gonna lie. If she ain't <laughs> had no whip... <laughs> I don't know about... I, I, see, look. Alright, so this is what we're gonna break apart. I don't know about Atlanta, mm-hmm. but like in the South, mm-hmm. this is the difference between New York in the South for real. Yeah. A girl in New York will be Burberry head to toe a with bag. a Gucci bag and the fuck you and but, but will fuck you and all your friends. And, be right and you'll be like, damn, she look good. Why is she doing this? In the South, if a girl's walking on the side of a street, she probably fucking somebody. If she mm-hmm. smokes cigarettes, she probably fucking somebody. Well, everybody. You know, it's like, there's certain tales that just like give it off in the South. It's a lot easier to tell her for... She for, gotta fuck somebody. Yeah, because like, like people <laughs> don't, don't even like part. people don't even ride the bus in the south. So if you rode the bus, that's hey a man, he was just, we were just talking about that. Girl, don't gotta fuck nobody. She don't wanna fuck, man. That's how we rock. Me, yeah, clearly. we're not doing the misogyny shit. We we for the women and all that shit. You gotta fuck somebody. Do what you want with your box, ladies. But make sure y'all give that consent. <laughs> <laughs> make sure make y'all sure it's don't, up don't. to y'all if y'all wanna get that consent right it's not up to the fellas it's not to the fellas yeah I can like that I love women we could, can, we, can we make this about women let's talk about how much I love Alright, so look, when you was in high school Go to his Tinder page When you, oh, fuck, bro <laughs> This nigga solicited him, so I'm just fucking with you, go ahead I don't got no Tinder If you got a Tinder, bro <laughs> No, uh, niggas ain't giving it up like that Alright, so look I'm not giving it up at all I was corny in high school, but not like corny, like I was secretly corny. Like I was looking for a girl that could be like in a Pharrell video, but I couldn't find it. So then you gotta go build that's a bitch. Corny. You gotta go build a bitch in the South. And, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's my early knowing about fashion. Cause I I didn't care about clothes like on the high level. Like I went to Burlington, stole some Evisels. They used to steal the scheme from Burlington. Yeah, Evisels at Burlington? Yes, they did. I swear to God. This is in New York or just in No, New this is in Florida. Florida. They cut my ass for it too, cause like like, they would equivalent to, like, straight leg jeans now, right? <laughs> but, like, they was skinny then. So, I put them under a pair of jeans I had on. So, I, I got out. And they was like, yo, so you, you you put those jeans on? And then a nigga was like, boy, you know them shit skinny, boy. If he has them shit under a pair of jeans. And they roasted me for, like, eight hours, bro. And, you know, in the South, there's nowhere to go. So, you just got to sit there and get roasted by your peoples and them. And I, I wore a pair of APC when I was 16, got my first pair of APCs, 07, wore them bitches every, well, not every day, I'll probably say three or four days out of the week. I was, yeah, niggas got, niggas started clowning me, but they couldn't because, you know, like, you know, when you a kid, being cool is tied to, like, having skills and shit, like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could backflip, you're cool, or if you could run fast, you're cool, or, you know what I'm You could fight, you're cool, so. Like, I had the skinnies, but I had skills, too, so niggas really couldn't try to play me for a game, you know what I'm saying? And that's just how they went. And now, everybody dressing how niggas was dressing then, so. Oh, don't worry. Like, we gonna get to that full circle shit. Like, the the full <laughs> circle shit, that happened, like, too many years ago for me. Um, 
I don't know, like, I feel like, because you're a little younger than us, right? A year. Oh, a year? Oh, okay. But, like, I feel like mad younger kids now, I feel like. But I, was, I always kicked with people older than me, though. Nah, I feel you, but the point I'm getting at is that, like, it's a lot of kids who look like they don't do a lot of stuff, but they do because we were the crash dummies who tried it out. Like, let me give you an example. Like, my corny ass tried to skate at, like, 15, 16. So I started hanging with, like, the white kids so I could steal all their tricks. Right. Then I realized that, like, I was dirtying up too many clothes and sneakers, so I gave that shit up. But I feel like kids now that's, like, 21, they legitimately know how to skate. Yeah. And I be wanting to call them corny, then I go on the Instagram, and I'm like, whoa, this kid he, he accomplished really something that I couldn't do. Yeah, and that's... These kids can really skate, bro. Yeah, but I think that shit is so interesting because, like, most of the shit I tried to test out, I was, like, scared to test out. Like, I had to look both ways yeah. to be yeah. hanging with some of these people. Well, that's a big fact. Our generation was a testing... We was a tester generation because there was so much shit that was new to us. Like, this shit, it happens, like, every... 100 years, there's a revol uh, revolution, right? Where everything is changed by one thing. Like, uh, something changes everything, right? In the 1900s, it was the Industrial Revolution, right? Mm -hmm. So now for the first time, you have factories <coughs> that can mass produce shit. Before that, everything was made by a fucking specialist. Like, if you needed a chair, you went to the woodsman who makes chairs. If you need steel, you went to the steelsman. If you needed something, you went to a specialist that makes it. In the 1900s, they started making factories that was mass producing shit. So now, if you have uh, a thousand people or 10,000 people who have this exact same product, the exact same product. So now they're unified by that, by having the exact same product. Now it's a culture is created in, in these products. You know what I'm saying? That, that happened for the first time then. So now, um, we have the internet, it's the same thing. It's like the same revolution. It's like a drop of something that changes everything. And the first generation to experience that is always gonna be a tester generation. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the generation we are. It's not, it's not, it's not gonna happen again until, you know what I'm saying? Because the floodgates, the internet, that shit is, it opened up so much. Like you can't open, you can't open up again that crazy. Who knows what the next revolution is gonna be? You know what I'm saying? Like, Think about the transition from from uh, being able to make ten products in a day to being able to make ten thousand products in a day. That jump and the jump from not having the internet to having the internet. Like, what's the next jump? There's nothing that could be that crazy. Fuck that. Or what about imagine? What about fronting like you got stock and selling ten thousand items or ten thousand dollars worth of items in a day? Because 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 that's a Another part of the game too, like you gotta that think. is now made possible by the internet and you know factors of that nature. Yeah, we're talking about niggas just lying and shit. No, 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 no. I'm talking uh, about uh, nah. See, you ready for that? Nah, I'm, I'm just asking. Nah, I'm no, I'm talking about like if a kid, if a kid got a dope hat and somebody be like, yo, we get that hat, and then somebody asks him on the internet, yo, we get that hat, like to the point where he be like, yo, I'm selling these hats, and then he get fifty orders and he don't even got the hat for nobody else. You know, mm. you can do that now because of the internet. Yeah, not for so sure. you can be crafty and make it happen. So you don't like have to spend your own money in the process of making it. I Where? think you could have always done that, but now with the internet, you could. It's it's times ten thousand. You could really mm -hmm. do it now because the scale. I don't think the internet really created anything. I think it multiplied everything. It made everything bigger, everything more, everything faster. 
Well, what's trippy about y'all situation? Because both y'all are like, believe it or not, y'all are really like two like two leaders. You know what I'm saying? So you don't really see. We know that part already. Yeah, but but you but like you don't see leaders comfortable around another leader. You really don't, for real, for real. Like a lot of people are deeply uncomfortable. You know, Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, Russell Westbrook. He don't know about sports. It's cool. So I understand just, the general idea. Bro. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, look, look, he he don't want to be outside the box. No, he no, close that. Do us back over. But to your point, the reason why is because of the nature of how we formed. Yeah. Like we coached one another to be leaders. You know, it I mean? was we we formed during uh during the like the Chibble forming time. years. Yeah. Like it it couldn't happen. Like if we met each other now, it wouldn't happen. You two stuck in the ways, niggas. We grown ass saying? men now. But because we was 14, 15 years old. <coughs> Niggas was understanding life at the same time, so like from the same place, from two opposite sides of town. Yeah, so it's really like to yin and the yang. Literally, when you when you share a perspective with someone like that closely, yeah, you kind of like I don't know, it's different. Like it's it's a different kind of bond. So I can't I can't I can't be like I can't go against this nigga. I be it's like going against myself. You feel me? Like I get that type shit. Wait, so Britt, let me ask you a question, bro. So okay. like. I, I do this to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I do it every every birthday because I don't celebrate New Year's. But like, okay. who you are now? If you pulled up and you took a time machine to, and you found your sixteen year old self and you seen and sixteen year old you still saw you now, mm-hmm. do you think you would be like hype as fuck? Like you'd be like, oh shit, like I, like I see me, or you'd be like, what the fuck is this? I think I would smile. Like not even on some emotional shit. Like I'd probably smile. And because a lot of the shit that we've done now, like, God, honest, I wish my boy Kenyon was here to tell this story. Uh, a lot of the shit we've done now is, like, shit that we saw doing years before. So it's like, you know, like, like writing a fucking list and then hiding the list, but stumbling across the list in your attic 12 years later. Yeah. And you forgot all the shit you wrote on the list. You know what I mean? But you, but you look at it and you're reminded of, like, oh, shit, like, I remember when I said I would do this or we would do this or this. Ha-, and then it all happens and you're like, damn, bro, like. I never really changed. Like, the goal never really shifted. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I might have a mustache. You know what I mean? But, like, other than that, most niggas don't. Most niggas. No, 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 but for real. Most niggas are afraid to look back because they didn't do the shit that they projected for themselves. You know Mm. what I mean? And I don't. I never had a problem with that. 16 year old me would be highly disappointed in my (laughs) current self just because my expectations for self was so crazy but that's dope if you had ex- um like extraordinary expectations like i thought i was gonna be a heisman for sure by now i thought i would have like a, a loft paid off black market art stashed in it you know what i'm saying no nah, i wasn't that smart at your age but i did think i was gonna have like a crib like pharrell in the front video by now i'm not gonna lie i was stupid like i was so jaded like i was so much into the culture i'm sure you wasn't stupid but i, I i'm into like gangster shit like you know, and, and where that meets intelligent shit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, because, like, as a black male, like, it's so much designed against you. Like, you have to, like, you have to be a certain way to counter it, right? And then when you are that way that count, that counters the shit that's put against you, against your will, they you the demonize you. Yeah. yeah. And I hate that. That's a problem, like gang culture or whatever when it's really supposed to be like some shit that was supposed to rebuild a community that was broken by 
forces outside the community, and then it's demonized and called like gang culture, violent, and super predator. Like I feel like my existence is to like reverse that everything. Like so that's why I like I like I do guerrilla shows and I, I break the rules as often as possible. Like just because these rules is not made for us, they're not made to benefit us. They wasn't made by people that love us. Like you know what I'm saying. So if you're not going against the grain, you really what are you what are you doing? Yeah, I, I ain't never subscribed to to no rules to begin with. I think what helped me and what I was saying earlier, like not that I was actually stupid in the sense of brainless, but I had no ceiling, no pun intended, because I really didn't give a fuck about my environment. Like, bro, you gotta think. I was in an environment where like if you had like a car with some twenty twos and niggas thought you basically was equivalent to Jay Z. Like, cause, cause motherfuckers, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, such a poor fucking. Yeah, but like, they ceiling was so low for what success problem. is. You know, I ain't lying. Like, yeah. no, if, 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 if you went to like the local chicken too. truck and you bought more than two people food, they was yeah, like, yo, you, 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 you doing something. And I was thinking about that shit the other day. Like, that's a blessing to be able to reformat how you think. Nah, hundred percent. If you are only, if you're only a product of a very specific environment, then. You never get to appreciate the rest of the world. Not for real. Yeah, so with that, what happened with my thoughts of myself now, I thought that I would have it all figured out because I didn't know the tools to get it figured out. But when I went to college, that's when I realized that, like, I can get there, but it's a lot of shit I don't know about Mm -hmm. as as much as I want to know. So I got to, like, you know, like, how I moved back was pretty dope. Let me, let me tell you. I never told you this, dude. So basically, long story short, it's like 2010, November. I, I, fly, I fly back, like right when like Kanye album came out. Which that Dark was? Fantasy one? Dark yeah. Fantasy. Yeah, so it's like I'm listening to Christmas in Harlem. In Harlem, I'm happy. My father's still alive. So like my father was like a big time, you know, like drug dealer, like 135th right down the street on 7th Avenue, like right where they um, filmed Superfly. So I come... I get a haircut. He's like, yeah, how much you need for a haircut? I was like, I don't know. I ain't been back in a minute. He gave me $800 to go get a haircut. What the ha- fuck ha- is you finna get a frontal, nigga? Ha- Harlem shit, bro. This is how real Harlem people really be, bro. Like, for real. Like, old school Harlem, bro. My pops lived in Harlem since, like, 68. So, um, I got the Steve Harvey, but yeah. So, like, so I went back. I went back. And when I when I came here, I did some corny shit. I went down to Prohibit, and I met Chase Infinite in 2010. And I was telling him I played ball, and I was thinking about going overseas and all that. But I, I just remember the store smelled good, and this was when Brock Marciano worked for uh, Diamond Supply, and, like, Diamond Supply, all that bread, so they paid Chase and Shin. Uh, I think they paid him a year's worth rent or some shit. Don't quote me on that. Like, to, to own half the store right. and sell it to, like, and, like, sell shit to, like, Wiz Khalifa and Currency and shit like that. So I was riding, um, I was on them niggas' waves so hard. Wiz Khalifa and Currency, I'm so corny. So anyway, so I go back home, right? I, I go back to Florida. <laughs> Brock's the homie, though. No, I go back to Florida, right? So yeah. niggas called me, niggas like, yo, you know, niggas like, uh, uh, you know, flock on them about to blow up, bro. You should, you should move back. I was like, get off my phone, man. Y'all niggas is lying. I ain't never heard a song with Wiz Khalifa. Like, I, like, I was so corny, bro. I thought the niggas didn't have a song with, like, Currency and them. Them niggas used to run the blogs, bro. If they didn't have a song with them, I thought they was lying, right? So, <laughs> come to find out, them niggas was doing their thing. So, like, um, some dude was selling, like, mad weed. Big-ass weed. 
uh, selling dude or whatever. And big ass weed selling dude. Was the weed big or he was like big and shit? Nah, like in the South, he was one of the first <laughs> dudes that have exotic. Chill out. Or like he, the big, okay, okay, that's what so you're talking about. So he was, you know, in the South, you know, people love sports. Mm-hmm. All right. So homie loved all the football players. So all the niggas future millionaires. A lot of them in the league right now making millions of dollars. So I hung with them because I was an athlete too. So he was like, yeah, man, what do you do? I was like, yeah, bro. I have to be chilling. I ain't want homie know my business. He was like, bro, you like a good dude. Let me show you something. The nigga opened a refrigerator, had like nine pounds of weed in it. He was like, yeah, man, I'm like I the... I thought you were going to say activist. Nah, hmm? nah, nah. <laughs> nobody, believe it or not, nah. The, the, the lean wasn't really like like prevalent like that in Florida. Don't let nobody lie to you. Niggas is lying. I was I was everywhere in Florida. Lean was not their thing. It's probably their thing now because it's, cool, it's the internet thing to do. Yeah. But, okay. No, to we, make, got, we had got it from Texas. Well, of course, like... You know, like, Atlanta's a hub for a lot of culture, not Florida, bro. You know what I'm saying? Fair yeah, enough. I feel that. So, long story short. I, I got the cocaine, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Long, <laughs> long story short, sure I was that. I was cool with homeboy. He stayed in the apartment complex. And I don't give a fuck. Um, bro, I, I kid you not. I knocked on his door to just, like, play Madden against the nigga. Like a movie, bro. The third knock, the nigga door opened. Wait, with nobody behind you to open it? And I'm like... Oh, some scary movie shit. Yo, Johnny. Johnny. Out here, not a soul. You know, in the South, like, you could get a four-bedroom, four-bathroom apartment, like in them mm-hmm. college cities. So nobody in there, motherfucker. So I hung with Miami dudes. Miami dudes think they from Harlem anyway. They they got a... It's an area in um, Miami they call Harlem. Like, they love Jim Jones and they love Max B shit like that, right? So one of my mans, I'm going, um, going to his wedding soon. I can't say his name. But long story short, that that situation fueled my my ticket to come back to New York. So with that, I moved back with that situation because nobody was home. Ah ah ah. So I'm back. <laughs> yeah. So I, I came back off that strength. So with that, I was like, yo, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to figure out how to get what I wanted when I was 14 years old. Oh, when I was, I was 15 work, years old. Working the house. Nah, it wasn't the house was abandoned. It was just the niggas wasn't home at that time. And whatever was available was, Man, was on. It was work inside the house. Without a doubt. And they wasn't mad. I've never work. heard from them again. I never looked back, bro. Bro, I took what was there. Oh, I didn't even tell you this part. Bro, it was 50000 in cash there when he showed me. It wasn't there when I came back. But yeah, he showed me that. But point, point of the matter is, I told everybody... From my hometown, yo, y'all got 40 minutes to get to my college and to take it all. And I took that money and parlayed it into moving back here and all that. Oh, so nice. That was nice. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that was a, a perfect lift though. And that's how I knew I was still I was still a valid nigga because a dumb nigga would have been like, oh, well, just close the door and <laughs> whatever. But I was like, nah, I got to, you know, I don't want to be here no shit more. Like, boy, we thought we got hit by somebody else. I don't know what they thought. You got smoked the wrong nigga, man. I'm gonna come get you. Never. <laughs> never. Oh, nah. here. Never, yeah. I'm I'm gone. This was years ago, bro. This is 2011, 2018 now. Yeah, that shit is done. But the whole point of the story to, 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 to put a bow on it is that, like, I needed that shit in order to get the fuck out <laughs> of Florida. convince himself is this Bro. This bro, I, no, I didn't have to convince myself, bro. I convinced myself once I fucking got away with I'm it and I was still there. Fuck with you. That's nah. That shit's obviously dead. Nah, these dudes are bozos. <laughs> they gotta they be. They was country. They gotta be. 
They was cutting. They left the door open. Working house. No, you know what it was. I even tell a full story. Yo, we checked all the rooms. One nigga was in there on streams watching World Star, hide up, just stupid, looking like a goofy, and we just closed the door on him like case closed. You closed that fashion shit. It was wild, wild. Yeah. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. This is fucking undercover show. I guess I have to watch it in its entirety. Wait, I don't know. I'm I'm watching somebody speed on fucking Instagram show. Corny as hell. What the undercover show? Not undercover, but like their stories leading up to, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" And then I click to the next story, and it's undercover. So I'm trying to figure out like what's what I was what I was watching previously undercover. Oh no, no, no! I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. But yeah, Wonder Fashion was always trash though. Brick, what's the one show you seen like an actual runway show? You was like, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking with fashion. I'm doing this." Um, I know exactly what it was. Funny enough, but I mean, I was already, I was already three feet in. I already had three of my feet in. Notice I only had two in real life, so it was nothing that like really like pushed me like, oh, that's gonna do it. But uh, what was I think it was like Rick Owens Spring Summer '09 or Spring Summer '08? I think it was called like Crust. All the Grail nerds who end up listening to this and Rick is wrong. Ooh, so fuck y'all in advance, but some shit like that. It was um when Rick was doing like the denim, like the denim exploders and shit like that. And it was like some short sleeve and leather, and um. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Um, what was another one of my favorites? I've been around so long, I don't remember dates because I'm not a nerd. But um, that Tom Brown show when he had all that stuff like super padded up and uh, it was padded up in striped like jail stripes. So like the models looked like fucking, they had like they were painted like in white face. So, like everybody looked like Uncle Fester. I remember that because that, that was the first. Um, that was the first show that like a website that sold clothes yeah. put on a website yeah. and, and I realized I couldn't afford a suit. Uh-huh. I couldn't afford a suit. Uh, what's that old site that used to be fire? Okini. Remember that site? Okini. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, my Samato sneakers, no rap. Bernard, yeah. That that w- yeah. I had tweeted not too long ago. I thought about getting a part-time job at Tom Brown just to get a suit and never showing up for work. Damn. Uh, that would have been smart. That would have been hella genius, right? You wouldn't have owed not a dollar neither. You would have been good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you would have been good. But um, other than that, Eric Owens' show is one that really, like, molded me. Um, that Tom Brown show is one of my favorites. Um, I think it was Walter Van Buren got, like, 2012 shit. Like, he had, like, more things that, like, weren't clothes involved in the joint, if that makes any sense. So, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, build-outs of, like, a nigga with... He wasn't a tennis ball, but it, it looked like the person was, like, a tennis ball. And the other person was, like, shaped like a penis. This is all, like cart like it was it's interesting you know what I mean but yeah like just pushing it beyond that was the things that always made me tick just thought provoking shit I mean luckily uh, I think about functionality and shit like that from time to time but thought provoking stuff and like reinventing some shit like as long as I see that and I know you tried to push something left I clap my hands to it so those are probably like the three that uh, stuck the most wait no Alessandro's first two shows at Gucci those were good too that's recent so. yeah that's recent oh yeah yeah, yeah. but for me it was McQueen last show oh the Atlanta shit yeah that was a good one with think, the reptile shit I think shit. it was 09 yeah it was 09 when I seen that shit I never seen nothing like that in my life even to this day I ain't never seen no presentation like that in my life <coughs> and where everything was like I'm like is this, is this for clothes like they selling clothes and shoes 
Crazy, right? And then the shit, like the cloth, the claw shoes when the girls was, their feet was like lobster claws. Yeah. What are you talking about? What that the fuck th- are we talking about? Nah, yeah, that shit, that shit is different. You know Rick Owens is about to do a collab with Birkenstock? Yeah, I seen. I excited for that. I, I seen those. Yeah, I only yeah. saw one pair. I think they're doing like four. Well, but, yeah. That nigga level of like, I don't know, like, I think if you are into, and I think this is how a lot of people got into fashion, like a lot of younger kids. A lot of younger kids like anime, and mm, Rick Owens looks like that. a character drawn by Japanese people. He do. He looks like an interpretation of what they think in a like. A, a, a white person would look like like he dresses <laughs> bro he dresses like he would fuck you up in a fight bro like he like a street fighter character or like something from Definitely. like bleach or some weird he shit was like digitized, that digitized yes yeah so like so most kids who like weird shit when they see him they feel comfortable looking at the clothes now cause now they're like you know what I'm not accepted in this just yet cause you know most white kids can afford to just jump in <laughs> but like you know what I'm saying but the black kids really be like okay I fuck with this like I, I know I'm from the hood I know I'm supposed to like this but I fucks with who this person is, right. uh, you know, and I think that when they... But when they, uh, uh, the reason why, not to cut you off, but yeah, Rick Owens and niggas being from the hood, the reason why that was such an easy transition is because Some of, of them shits look like Air Force Ones. The shoes look like Air Force Ones, but also the, the pants are baggier, they're shaped like... There's a familiarity. They have hood shapes, you know what I'm saying? If you look beyond the exterior of... What he was like. The weird fabrics or the weird marketing, like, it's actually, like, usable. It actually has a hood influence, so therefore it's usable in the hood. Undeniably so. I got into fashion off the the dumbest shit. I used to wear a lot of LRG and Meskeen, shit like that. I used to wear a lot of uh, Bape, Ibizu jeans. And I liked wearing Ibizu jeans, but I used to wear them so big that even when I cuffed them, they would like fold on the back of my uh, Air Force One, so the back of my Air Force Ones would get dirty. Mm-hmm. Like the back of it would just be brown because of the scuffs. I mean, because of the jeans being folded. Mm-hmm. Then my jeans would start getting holes at the bottom. My mother was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna buy you more selfish denim because you don't know how to wear this shit." So I was like, "I need to go on the internet because I had Wi-Fi in like 2006, bro. I was turned <laughs> up. I was war ready, bro, for real." Um, Nah, for I don't even think the PS2 was capable of like accepting Wi-Fi at that time. Like you had to go buy Mac. Yeah, just in my house just got DSL. Yeah, exactly. Like, so like, <laughs> long story short, I was looking on the internet to find jeans that were still baggy, mm-hmm. but actually was able to like sit on Jordans and Air Force Ones correctly, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find any luck. So like the next year, I'm getting ready to. It's my senior year. I'm like, all right, man, I need to like start looking for like. Um, did y'all high school have the shit called like Grab Bash? Like you go to like Disney World or some shit like that or Islands of Adventure. Hell you go to know. you go to a theme park at the end of the year when you graduate. And what grade was this, nigga? This like your senior year. It don't matter fuck if you no. graduate or not. I don't know. Uh, they went on a senior trip. I ain't, oh, okay, senior trip. All right, well, I ain't, I ain't do no school shit. I ain't even go to prom. Like, well, you can with the class. All right, I fucked with my seniors because I used to. Situation. All right, well, my senior trip. I was trying to find some clothes and then finally. Um, my teacher was super stylish. He used to always wear, um, he used to always wear Lon Vaughn shoes. Capto oh. shit. Yeah, yeah, real simple shit. And he was like, well, if you go on this site, and if you hurry up so you get back to class, um, you might find some pants you're looking for. Might not be jeans, but pants. And he put me on this one site, and that shit had shit that I'd never seen before. And then you I... remember the site? Um, nah, I don't remember the site. It was one of those sites that I would go to every day religiously. I would go to Carmeloup because 
I was an idiot. Then I would go to Okini, and then I would go to Pick Your Shoes, and I would go to this site. And I remember this site, though, was the reason why I, I'm happy I don't remember because they was corny because everything Kanye West did, they reported it. <laughs> like, early in the game. So, like, mm. I found out about, like, Dior Home Blow Shades on this site because they had it before they was, was even for sale. For, what is it, a forum? Or nah, a it, was, it wasn't a forum, bro. It was a site where you could purchase the shit. I just forgot the name. It was one of those sites like Slam Jam or like one of those sites like that. I just don't remember, man. I should remember. You said but it was a form? No, it wasn't a form. Mm-hmm. He said, was it a form? But long story short, I found out about like Dior jeans. Mm-hmm. And then my teacher was like, well, maybe if you just get them to stack on the jeans, I mean on the shoes, that might be better. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, nah. And then I seen rappers do it. Then I was like, maybe. <laughs> and then I got some money. Then I was like, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do it. You know, so I think that was my first intro. When I knew it wasn't no turning back is when my homeboy bought some uh, some wax, some wax Dior jeans by accident. I kind of like told him to go on this because I, I had a bunch of friends who were some followers and they were trying to get into the game. So I was like, all right, these are sites y'all should go to if y'all want to fuck with people like me. And they went to the site and they bought the jeans too small, mm-hmm. but the jeans fit me. Hey. Perfect, perfect. But like these jeans is how niggas wear these jeans now. But at the time, it was like, bro, if you wear it, you don't get your ass demolished. Like people mm. are gonna roast you. So I went to the white side of people town. So I, mean, I said, you had to be brave. So I said, look, I'm gonna go to the white people side of town and I'm gonna wear the jeans at the town center. You know, they got the town center. So I was like, I'm gonna wear it there. And I had some sixes on. I was like, I'm gonna wear it there. If I if nobody fuck with me when I go into urban outfit, that was I'm another good. thing too. Like when I first started wearing my jeans slimmer, you had to have the right shoes. Had to have some Jordans or something. To make it all trend. Yeah, had to. No, you good. But it had to. It still had to be street in the end. Like, because you're still communicating who you are. You're not finna just all of a sudden be someone else. Like, now you have a costume on. Word. Now I'm about to make a a, a sharp left. Because, look, because the the point that, to add on to your point, that's the one thing I noticed with y'all clothing brand. Is that it's always paired with some shit that's what? Well, good. I'm sorry. Nah, it's just it's DNA mm-hmm. is street mm-hmm. like as in the hood. Mm-hmm. So no one disrespects y'all brand. Like there's a lot of brands that make niggas ain't going for disrespect. Not no, even no gangster shit. But <laughs> no, but just on real talk, there's a lot of brands that have tried to do something that is like out of the ordinary. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people laugh at it, or people buy it to get laughed at, or they want to parody it, or. Put it in that V files bubble kinda, mm-hmm. you know, no right. disrespect, but all disrespect at the same time. I know what but you mean. but when y'all do something, mm-hmm. people observe it like this shit is some real. It's, it's like there is no, and that's rare. Like you don't see people critical y'all in a negative sense. It's it's not always positive, but it's majority positive. No disrespect is well, even right. like filtered in to, because it's genuine. I mean, yeah. in terms of design, in front, I'm always speaking on design and. You know that, like, and it come from a genuine place. Yeah, like, but you're not going to motherfucking. For instance, if you do fall down, nobody's going to kick the person that they watched work out and really try for the shit. You know what I mean? So it come it come from a place that. At the end of the day, the streets is the people. You know what I'm yep. saying? Now, street has it has a connotation for meaning cutthroat mm-hmm. or meaning savage, but street just means outside <coughs> outside of people who have made it comfortable for themselves in the middle and push the rest of the people out like all of the outcasts that's who that's what the streets is like my man like 
my tattoo, my first tattoo, this shit on my arm, my man actually got pulled over and had to swallow a bunch of drugs. And that's the worst. He called me and was like, yo, bro, I don't know if I'm about to die or what, but just come get me. He dropped his pen. And I went and he was laid out getting tattooed. And uh, he was like, man, my nigga came for me, man. Get him whatever he want. But I was like, like, why you don't just go to a shop? And he was like, because we don't go to shops. Like, that's not for us. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I understood immediately what he was saying. Like, we, it's, it's a fact. Like, we do, we live outside of the mainstream, I guess, you know, or whatever you would call it. But outside of this mainstream, it's not just us. It's, yes, you have niggas in traps who appreciate trap things, but you also have punks, and you also have gothic kids, and you also have these other cultures who have also been pushed out. Mm -hmm. So that's what Beast Story is about. It's about unifying all of those cultures and helping them see the correlation between them, between that, that trap kid and that gothic kid. They sometimes they the same fucking kid. That's that's what our generation is about. You know what I'm saying? Like, and really these these, these constructs is ideas. Like this is it's, they're really just ideas that we project onto people who are really none of these things. Like <laughs> these things are things we made up so right. that we can be comfortable. Because you know you fear anything that you don't understand. So the human mind quickly tries to box something box everything to this box that it understands this box of understanding right mm -hmm. it tries to box it as soon as it can it doesn't really care if it's really in that box as long as your mind believes it's in that box you know that now you don't have to fear it because it's, it's in a box that you understand I'm, so, I'm just giving that some air because that's deep and i'm thinking of it while you're talking because i'm thinking about how many um I'm not gonna disrespect nobody when I say it, but y'all have like little minions. Uh, I, I I call them disciples to uh, Brick because this nigga is like a. Uh, I like disciples. Bro. Yeah, he got a lot of disciples, bro. You know, y'all do like y'all energy rubbed off on a lot of people to the point where like. Another thing, like in terms of marketing, because because it's not like y'all. I'm not gonna act like y'all like. The guys at marketing, but y'all don't have to be because like, bro, people fuck with y'all the long way to the point where. Like the marketing that kind of took over, it's like, it's like. In some aspects, yes. Let me explain. Like the kids who want to know about y'all, I wouldn't say they do y'all a disservice. I think what they doing, they set y'all up to be around for 20, 30 years. Cause let me tell you why. Because the people who are loyalists now mm -hmm. are gonna be the per people who have archives of y'all shit later. Right. Mm -hmm. And and to an extent, that's good. But that's also meaning y'all gotta work harder. You know why? Cause they don't want to tell nobody. That is a fact. Because yeah. that means that they want y'all <laughs> shit, but they don't want to tell a soul because they want to make sure that they have this. Because they appreciate y'all taste level so much no, that they're true. like, you know what? I embrace it. They I want to purchase, but I don't want to put some. I don't want to put my guy on. They you don't feel me? Get slutted out. Yeah, but then you on the on the other side of the coin, you know, y'all got little homies like Osiris and Ray, who people just shine light on y'all so well, mm -hmm. it make other people be like. Why the fuck have I not bought something from this energy yet? Why why am I not in this bubble yet? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's because when they see a um a picture and they see these jeans, those jeans are so serious. It's like going to your cousin crib when you know stay in the hood. You don't want to go there unless you come correct. Right, so I really think a lot of customers aren't ready yet because they know like this that's ain't valid. hood by air. Like I gotta come correct. That's valid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's just me seeing it from the outside so like 
I feel like this is going to be our year where y'all start shaking hands a little bit more. So, so what do you think about that? I think that's a fair assessment. But uh, I don't think everybody's re- they They more ready than they know. You know what I'm saying? It's in your mind. You ready. You just... Opportunity ain't presented itself yet to show your but preparation. Just think about it. There's not going to be a physical change between you now and when you are quote unquote ready. So what really is the change? Um, it's something that you could do now. I'm gonna make a joke. I know the change. A couple uh, Vogue uh, ed- editorials to get them to get them to change. You, you know people, bro. You know people need that little false, you know, encouragement. Yeah, for sure. They love that shit. I mean, I guess they they don't read L magazine. They don't read Hasnabiety magazine. They don't read. That's what I think niggas don't read. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all in y'all bag right now. You got me high. <laughs> you got me high. Niggas don't read no more. That's what it is. But, you know. But, uh, we got some other things on the coming too, you know. But it's, it's more about this. It's more about the universe of Beast Joy that we create from, that we want to invite people to. And the more resources that we are afforded the more we'll be able to project this world and communicate the values of this world so that other people can understand it and decide whether they want to be a part or not so you know if it it doesn't really matter how long it takes as long as it's a it's a progressive uh direction and just to bring the ladies back in everything unisex right Mm -hmm. well i mean Clothes. Look at Coco Chanel. She um, feminized fucking suits, which used to be just for men, and that was a hundred years ago. So where should we be now? If they were doing that a hundred years ago, where should we be now? If we're moving forward. You right. I ain't mad at that, but you know. I like to do a thought picture here and there. <laughs> oh, that's, the whole, that's the whole thing. It's about choice. If she wants to take a thought picture, that's what she can do. If she wants to wear suits, that's what she can do. But the, the, the whole idea is to not to exclude her or to limit her from what she wants to do. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, one thing I'm going to do, though, I'm going to exclude myself from liking a shorty picture. I can't like no girl picture on Instagram, bro. That's just like illegal. It is getting, getting kind of hectic. Now, yo, bro, Ooh. I don't like pictures. That's the new thing. Not liking nothing. I like pictures. Nah, you know, like I why hear, like I just it? Hear about it. Like. But why like it when you if you like it in real life, you don't gotta like it on the internet. Fair enough. You giving you you giving them unneeded. So why are you why are you scrolling? Cause that's an optical thing. <laughs> Me touching it is a whole I'm different here to situation. See what I like, not necessarily yeah. what you know okay, I like so it. Why not? Because people are posting this shit for a response. That's the whole point. Niggas ain't responding to mine. Nah, it's not even. I ain't even that petty. Nah, it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Brick got this. He got this. But you gonna come here and buy some shit? <laughs> yeah, but I just feel. I feel. <laughs> but I feel like this though. Dead ass. Like, oh, yeah. like, I feel like this. I always felt like this. The people who always care for attention are giving their attention to someone who don't give a fuck about Each them. Each and every time. It never fails. And I'm not saying I want to be that person. What I'm saying is this, though. That picture you posted you might could. ain't really for me. But I'm going to look at it, but oh, it's no, not for it's me. It's not for you. It's for whoever chooses to look. It's for the person who posted it. And it it ain't for them. I don't even know. Nah, I'm not going for that. You know what it's for? It's, it's, it's more or less. How right. can it be for anyone else? 
I'm gonna tell you they why. They the one who log in. They the one who gets the notification. They're the one who posts the picture. Who else is it for? But they don't wake up saying, "What can I? What can I do for myself?" They say, "What can I do for them?" The people, the fans. Why do you think people care about followers? It's called followers. It's not about people who supporters. If it was about you, you would follow more people than you who follow you, because that means you trying to give energy. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, let me give about. let me give you an example. Imagine if a girl who was bad or who like what we consider bad in this generation <laughs> liked every picture of the dudes who liked her. Uh-huh. That means she would be giving others energy. You get what I'm saying? That means she would be the selfless one because she's letting someone else feel good. Like, damn, some attractive girl just showed me love. I'm telling you, when someone posts a picture, it's about themselves. Nah, listen. When they post, when they when they post and they say, "Look, I'm gonna show my asses." Wait, yo, bro, they wash their ass every day. Hopefully, they know what they have, but they want someone else to see what they have. And that's the whole irony of the whole situation because they know who they are. They know they they don't. Oh, listen. How can you know who on, you are if you don't have look face value from outside just face value? They know who they are, but they when we're saying the same thing. I just started differently. Look, they know who they are face value because they they they're com- not comfortable, but they're in their skin. But they still need someone else to tell them who they are, and that's why they post because they need everyone else to because feel like because they're human. Yeah, and they need validation. And that's from cool. They could be human, but I'm gonna be robotic, no and I ain't gonna like no picture. I, yeah, because about. it's complicated. But you're not gonna tell me that when a girl posts a picture, she's not posting it for the responses she gets from anonymous people. She doesn't even care about who it is. She just wants to know that she's like. All these motherfuckers fake though. If you keep it real, you just know what really get me mad. People think they got status. They they read everything. Cause you know I know they read everything. Cause as soon as somebody they fuck with comment, they respond. Oh dear. Oh, it's over. Who says they don't read it? Like I'm talking about. These celebrities can't I'm talking about people who get half a million likes still find a way to weed through all those comments and find the person who they know. Because it's for them. That's what I'm telling you. All those comments is for them. Now they can dive through all of this conversation about themselves. That shit is spooky. What did Kanye say? Um, going through my Instagram comments to source my... What the fuck is that shit? You remember that? What? It's on the St. Pablo song. I don't... I forgot the... I forgot the... Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Checking Instagram comments to crowdsource my self-esteem. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure what he think is what everybody else think. Validation. That's on why. On one I... hand, it's like, oh, you lame, you need validation. On the other hand, it's like, bro, have you ever been in solitude? I, I've been in a situation where I don't talk to people for 85% of the week or a month. I'm, I really don't talk to people much now. So I understand, like when you when you need to hear from someone outside of yourself. I know that's a part of being human. So it's hard for me to be like to look down on someone else when they need it, when they need validation. Mm. So I don't know. I think that's a problem with, or that's sometimes being a thinker. Sometimes it's it's, it's difficult because now you sympathize with everyone because you understand everyone's perspective, and they they don't sympathize with you because they don't understand they don't have the capacity to expand to understand yours, but you understand theirs. So you not mad at them, but they still hot with you. Mm. That's like it's just give, 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 give. I was like, I wanted to hurry up and make a bunch of money, like a lot, a lot of money, so I could turn my comments off. You can turn your comments off, but man, I, nigga. Nah, I can, but we should have like a exclusive paper Instagram or something. Nah, I just gonna make because like turning the comments off after you get what you what you want, 
you completely just took all the fun away from people being your friend now. Because now it's like, damn, it's nothing I could give him other than real shit now. Because everybody bullshits people in comments. You know how people play those yeah, stupid sure. games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why, uh, oh, you just, uh, yeah, yeah, that's why shout outs to Roy. He got me hot. He trying to learn the Instagram algorithm. It be on everybody with a blue check comment section so everybody could see him. Yeah, so they'd be like, yo, let me yeah. check his music. <laughs> they got me hot, bro. Nah, nigga really learned the fucking mathematical scheme of it. But, That's very smart. Yeah, no, it is. But, uh, yeah, I just think it's, I think it's funny. Oh, I just think all of it's funny. So I just like to laugh at it. But shout-outs to the women. Shout-outs to the, the people shout on the, the internet. Women. Who, who we care. haven't shout out women in the last five minutes. So uh, uh, about the in, yo, bro, we've been podcasting for fifty one minutes. We said women, last five we minutes. We talked about shit for real. Nah, we might gotta scrap this one. <laughs> what? We talked about shit. Nigga, this about to be some people's holy bible. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nigga ain't said nothing profound. I was in here. I mean, not me at least. But, I mean, if you want to speak on something, you got the I platform. I don't. I don't. You I don't, super. Cool. I don't work like that. Oh, you got to be triggered. I want people. I want not people to know this. I want people to know this. Me and Brick going to Paris. We're going to make at least twenty funeral style rock items. pieces, items. They will be made in France. They'll be for sale between the dates of February fourteenth and February sixteenth at our collaborative event with L'Atelier Rouge, the flower studio located in Manhattan. See y'all there. And if y'all got any tips on mustache growth or. Um, luxury fragrances in France. Howa at Chihuahua. Don't DM me. Email me. That's funny. But yeah, yeah. we're not calling it early. We're going to continue popping this shit. He's trying to wrap it up. I, ain't, I, I ain't, Yeah, I, I'm not I wrapping said nothing, I ain't said nothing that no, I just want to make sure we yet. said what, you know what I'm saying? You got to say what you came to say. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, we I had a really, really good conversation with Aurora the other day. You did? Yeah. That's deep. I'm, I'm, I'm happy more good conversations coming up because I've been real quiet lately or because like I realized like my voice then started uh, having some um, echo on the internet and I've been quiet lately because I know that the easiest way to see what's going on is to kind of be out of the scene and mm-hmm. peep it and see yeah, how people treat you when you when you removed yourself for a yeah. second because I'm comfortable who I am but it also is about what you come back with once you leave Oh, yeah, no, 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 totally. But and what you're doing and why you remove yourself. But the reason why I remove myself because I feel like um, I'm fed up with the games, man. And what I mean by that is like, bro, I'm super black. I'm not about to play with nobody. I'm not about to sit around and act like I'm not what I am. They not playing with us. Yeah, like, for and sure you, you, no, for real, for real. And, and I just think that um, I need some clarity. And what I mean by I need some clarity, because mm-hmm. because this ain't coming from no, no, no place bitter, mm-hmm. because I'm on the perfect trajectory that I'm supposed to be on. So I don't think someone has something I want or so, anything like that. Right. But I want some clarity in what's going on, because I want to know what game is being played like for the whole area because me and Brick had a conversation one night and we were talking about like older dudes and younger dudes and where we stand and where we're going and what we know we are capable of doing and stuff mm-hmm. and me I'm a um, I'm a I'm a everybody kind of person so I feel like a younger kid reflects who I am I feel like I reflect who they are I feel like an older dude somewhat reflects me and I reflect them mm-hmm. you know and I and, and I'm gonna say some real shit dude I think the older niggas think that it's like eight niggas who they passed it on to. Like, that's the dumbest fucking theory you could ever have. Wait, repeat that. Older dudes think that it's only, I mean, it's only like a handful of dudes that they passed 
like the sauce or, or whatever too. Like they think that it's like a limited amount of people who have like the trajectory of being further along or where they're at. And that shit is so wrong. Like I've never seen them so wrong. Like, do you get what I'm saying? So basically, like, I'm going to give you an example. I'm just using an example. This right, is I was about real. to say, I don't want you to, like, point anybody out. No, 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 I'm going to give you an example, like, and, and this is a totally false example. Like, Ivan Jabson might think that there's no one who could be around him and Kanye anymore. Like, the doors is closed. And it's so far away from... Who the fuck made him the gatekeeper? Well, For you got... that person, because that's his friend? No, you got to remember that... This is just an example. Okay, yeah. Okay, sure. Those group of older dudes... Got it. ...feel like, okay... Like we were the first, first because they were like they were the older ones. The OGs. To, yeah, to be a part of the culture that we are the the prime of. Okay. And but they don't know we're the prime because they're in their bubble and they don't know how many other people are involved, not just the people that they see. Because I think that all they see for the most part yes, yes, is is so what you view success as. Few alphas, many dick riders. Okay, that's and, fair. And they don't know that there's a thousand other thorough niggas who are pushing it just as much as someone else that might not be where they're at. They don't care to look. It's not that they don't care to look. It's they can't see everybody. Yeah. How the fuck could they? You right. But right now there's the illusion that they do see everybody. Exactly. Right. Because they have Instagram so they say, Oh, everyone has Instagram, so this must be everyone. You know what I'm saying? But there's it's it's not. It's a virtual everyone. It's not really everyone. It's the idea of everyone. So, of course, there's real niggas that's off this shit that you're not going to be able to see. And, of course, there's real niggas who's not properly represented on this shit. I don't, I don't feel like my Instagram represents me. Like, and I haven't spent the time to because I've been living a real life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, and, and, and that's my thing right now. I feel like we got to get some clarity because them niggas to an extent. Who is them? You talking about the kids? Anybody... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a blanket I'm gonna do a blanket statement. Anybody who is thirty and up, you are responsible for making the situations that proceed a lot more fair. I'm not gonna say easy. I don't need nothing easy in my life. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be fair to the point where everything else is kinda shifted. You know, and me and Brick talked about this again. Mm-hmm. And this this realm that we're in, I'm not even calling it fashion, just culture in general. Like I wanna eat a certain way. I can't even eat the way I want to eat because these motherfuckers is making it so like it's not that it's not hood it's not authentic it's not black it's like I'm black but what I'm doing is white nah that's not where I come from that's corny to me I ain't never lived like that I want to do everything I want to do the way I want to do it it just so happens that I'm black so it's going to come out being black what you got to understand with these old people that not let me not say old people but these old third people that you are upset with they don't have the power that you want them to have Like, someone told them to wait, and that later on they would be able to do what they want to do. It was a lie. We just happen to be a generation that don't listen to that or don't believe that because we watched the the generation before us get lied to, so we're not with it. So it's it's just a oh fuck, it's just a disconnect. I'm doing it right now. My bad. Nah, you right. So, me me personally, I I don't say I'm mad. I'm just disconnected from it. So I like to just sit back. And see how far are they gonna like, you know, like how far are they gonna go with it until that shit implodes? Cause that shit's gonna implode, bro. It's always gonna implode. Nah, bro, it's gonna implode. Cause you know why? Cause no matter what, bro, you can't hide that you're black. Even if you was raised around white people your whole life, even and if whatever the case may even be. if you marry somebody white, even, no matter what, bro, black gonna be black. 
no matter every time. Not each and every time, bro, and you're going to slip up. Or not just that, nigga going to remind you. Perfect example, because I'm comfortable talking about it because it happened. Right. When Rock Simmons shitted on Virgil, mm-hmm. bro, he reminded him, bro, no matter how much you think you a fan of me, I'm not a fan of you. Here. You know? And he only did it because he know the nigga is actually making his, hitting his numbers. Right. He hitting the numbers. You know, it don't matter who he paying, but he hitting the numbers. And Rock Simmons like, he's cutting into my fan base. He, right. he, he's cutting into the kids who, who think I'm a demigod. You know, now they, you know, they thinking, like, this guy's up next. And I didn't deem him as up next. Right. I wanted to be somebody who looked like me. Right. Or somebody from my village. Or country, etc. Or no one at all. Yeah, or no one or at all. No I, at I, just, all. I just died number one, two, and three. You know? I and, feel like that's how he kick it more yeah, so than got and, 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 and it was so pussy because everybody was, like, trying to, like, like coddle Virgil. I'm like, bro, you're a grown-ass man and you black. You should have took that as ammo right. to keep to keep doing what you need to do. Right. Which he did indirectly, but you could tell he was butthurt about it. Nigga was hurt, bro. Of course he was. Nigga was hurt. You shouldn't be could hurt you by blame him? And, and it's not even on no racial. You shouldn't be hurt by what no man. Nigga, that's like when Michael Jordan told Chameleon there, give me 15 bands, I'll take a picture with you. And like, like that's that kind of shit. Like, could you imagine like waiting your whole life to like be put in the same bracket with someone that you actually give a fuck about? When the majority of shit you don't give a fuck about, and you finally like get that moment, and it's like, you right now. Let me let me lace you up. Let me bring this full <laughs> circle. The the 14, 15, 16 year old self of me wasn't think about them. Okay. So I got to think about them now. Fuck them. Well, because that's because you. no because no it, it goes for anybody who's really wanting to fight this mental fight to make it real. Cause let me give you an example. Can we? Can we um, brief me because I had to step out? Nah, we just talking about, um, we basically just talking about just why give older people, you know what I'm saying, the privilege of... More so niggas forgetting that they black. Yeah, more so niggas forgetting <laughs> that they black. Was and, y'all just talking about rap and Virgil? Yeah. What about them? Well, rap shit on Virgil. He was saying Raph that... not black. He was saying that... Yeah, that's my point. The but the nigga Virgil love rap and he shouldn't love him Cause the nigga don't. But he has to love rap. No, you can love his work, but you don't gotta love who he is. I don't know which side okay. of the pole he was. Okay, but how, that that means that you have to separate the man from his work. How hard is that? Man, you you gotta come to grips with reality, bro. You take a piss every day. That shit is real, bro. Oh yeah. No, at the end of the day, bro. I'm just saying, if this man is responsible for the work, then which came first, chicken or egg? Like, how do you how do you love Different his shit. work? You feel me? How you love his work and not appreciate him? Even though he, you might not appreciate all of his qualities, maybe he is jealous about, you know, uh, number two quickly becoming number one. Maybe his, his, that's his fault. That is, uh, that's his sin, jealousy. Or maybe his sin is uh, being prejudiced. Yeah. You know I don't know. Like, but, if a, but you still love the things that you do love about him, though. You can't take that away from him. That, and that's the issue. Like, it's fucked up, but Raph did. He's done what he's done. Look. So, like, All 2017, I've learned how to not give a fuck about someone, but still appreciate if they've done something well. That, the, the art, that's that's coping, that is a coping mechanism. The art of using you your hands, the art of using your hands and your brain got nothing to do with who you are inside, bro. That's just, a, 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 to me, like, it's kind of like when people get interns or people get pattern makers or people get an engineer. Like, you can be thankful that engineer made you sound crisp, but you don't got to fuck with him outside of him doing the engineering work for you. 
You don't. You don't. But he, him, and that engineer when he's engineering is still him. But listen, so this is the, this is the part me and Brick are saying. I'm sorry, I'm speaking for you, Brick. But this is the thing. Virgil thought he was wrong, yeah, exactly. He thought he was similar. I mean, he thought he was similar to Rav, mm -hmm. trying to look past color. You can't look past color because he not. We don't know that he's not. That. And we don't know, but I personally don't think. Yeah, I'm 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 putting my none foot. of us definitely know. I'm putting know, my foot. On. We don't know for a fact that Rap is racist. He, there might be another. I'm not saying why. he racist. I'm. I would not put that on that man. I wouldn't okay. put that on that man. What I am putting on that man is that he don't see the person who's most similar to him looking like Virgil. You gotta remember, bro. Virgil's six three. Full beard. He could. I'm just saying. Man, hey, look. He could. Be uh, listen. I'm going. I'm going to the obvious right now. The obvious no, is if the nigga never opened his mouth, he looked like he could smack people. But when he opened his mouth, he looked like he cut hey, flowers for a living. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't know this man and you just see what he's doing, you thinking a nigga, like a, a real nigga, is actually turning up. Mm -hmm. But in reality, it's not. It's one of the most gentle people who actually in this and industry. I hear what you're saying a thousand percent, but we don't know that Raf took issue with that image. We don't know if that's why he responded how he did. There could have been some inside shit that we don't know about. Maybe it's on it's the side. saying because the numbers. That was the first thing he said. It could have been. Yeah. Maybe, he look, maybe he could look like anything, and and he don't he don't like the numbers of it. I don't see rap because that's what put them parallel was the numbers. I don't because know. Not, he he was saying that like he was thinking that Raf shitted on him because now he felt like B is taking some of Raf's customers or whatever because it's it's no board meeting that Calvin Klein sits and looks at and crunches numbers and Off White is not a fucking competitor. Of, you know what I mean? Of like. Shit mm -hmm. actually selling. So in these meetings, I know that w after him shitting on them, I know he still has to look at them fucking numbers and be right. like, damn. This is true, but this is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. We can't assume what he's taking issue with because we're not in his mind. We're mm -hmm. not in his concert. We don't know. We're not in his camp, so we don't no, know what. Sure. Well, none of us know. We're not sure what the conversation is. Now, if, he's a, if, if he don't like the fact that he didn't go to fashion school, that is also a possibility. You know what I'm saying? There's so many radical ideas wrapped inside of the program of Off-White that we don't know what he's taking issue with. But we do know that it's supposed to be fucking radical. As a black man, if you're not radical, you're going with the fucking flow. And the flow is pushing you into somewhere you don't want to be. It's pushing you into an early grave, a job that don't pay good. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. Society has all of these currents that we are forced into. If you're not actively trying to swim against it or actively trying to get out the water... Then you going with it. So if your shit ain't if making people uncomfortable, then you know what I'm saying? That's a natural like as a black male, that's something natural about when we express ourselves. We're supposed to make people uncomfortable. We have to. Listen to all that painful ass rap that niggas eat up. Well, I'm I'm you you said but if a we great had, point. But if we had to guess if we had to guess what the issue was <laughs> I mean, given history and and racist white people, you wouldn't be. It'd be unfair. But look, to blame you for assuming that the race is the problem when race has been the problem so often. No, but 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 listen, I'm 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 sorry, you, you losing the point. The point is not is Raph racist against Virgil. The point is, stop giving a fuck about him and start paying attention to what's important. Because cause you're trying to play the white man's game and acting like that's even something to play. It's not that he's trying to play the white man's game. He's trying to play the legend association game. If I associate myself with this legend, I too can walk in his footsteps. footsteps. That's why Lil Wayne loves Jay-Z. That's why we love Alexander McQueen. It's about 
It's about who you pay respect to. The people who follow you can learn about your your perspective by who you respect. So that's a verse of paying homage to, to show his young niggas. I pay homage to the right niggas, so you should pay homage to me. Respect and culture is two different things, though. And his respect is at an all-time high. I love his respect. One of his, his tumblers used to be very, like, respectful. Like, he would, he knows how to show homage. He knows how to, like, channel you back. He knows how to take you somewhere. He knows how to tell a story. He's a good storyteller without actually talking. What he's terrible at is making this black. Only thing that makes it black is that he's black. And this is not an indictment on him because but, because we can go down the road. I believe can... that since he's black, everything that he does is black. It's it's included in that spectrum. All you right. can't exclude. Well, now we're a real podcast. Let me tell you what happened. All right, so you know the H&M situation with the little kid, right? Yeah. The, the kid is from the London. The mother popped out. The mother popped out and was like, she don't got no problem with this. You know why? Because ass ain't go through black people problems in America per se. So she don't got the level of sensitivity that others had to that picture. And you know what that is? That's you overlooking your whole race for the sake no, of your like own people, personal... Like feel it in London too, bro. There's I'm not no saying they don't. The I'm not, I'm not saying they don't. I, I wasn't speaking for all Londoners. I'm talking about the mother. That's it. We're talking about one lady. We're taking her and putting her in the vacuum. That's it. This one woman. And I'm going to tell you... All right, go ahead. My bad. I'm so gonna... I'm saying that there's black people here in, in, on our own soil who, who don't give a fuck about racism but clearly but I don't think that she don't give a fuck about racism I think she don't give a fuck about the picture because she signed her up, son up to model for H&M they already had a hoodie that said coolest monkey in the jungle it's not like they found saw her son and made this hoodie for him and put it on so why would she take it personal like it makes sense for her not to be upset the rest of the world is upset because H&M passed the image knowing that what That's it was projecting bullshit. The mother really, what the fuck? They pay her for her son the mother. What the fuck issue is she really supposed to take? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, she's paid already. She's on h and M side. Like, they broke bread together. But the rest of the time world... Time and time again. The rest of the world did not break bread with H&M. <laughs> and they mad because the image is fucked up. And the image is going way past the, the mother and way past the son. They, it doesn't matter if they feel affected. It's not about them. It's about what we like. how we have to see ourselves when we walk down 125th. What is the advertisement? subliminally say to us everything does speak I haven't disagreed with one thing you said so let me ask you this question to, to keep it moving so the culture that we're in bro we're in the culture we're in the culture where we want people to consume what we make we want people to care about our thoughts so we can be crystallized by the time we pass away so we can live forever or we can live another life because I would love to be gone and people still care about me when I'm gone whatever so how or do you believe our, mor our moral value of our culture. This is a culture now, bro. The, the, I mean, this shit that we started and we you know, we curated to be grown up now and, and have Mirakami pillows on niggas' beds and shit. The moral value, nigga. How is the moral value going to get better so the real can prosper the way the real prospers in the most purest of environments? Perfect example. When you're in the hood, the real rise to the top. If they don't, it's because somebody was hating to the point where they had to knock them down. But it's not like that in other environments. And it should be because, let me tell you why it should be. Because in rap, when a real nigga come out, everybody's drawn to it. Because it's real and everybody wants to be real. If you go to a party or you go to some social environment and you the realest one in the room, all of a sudden everybody want to know what's going on with you. The only world where being a fake ass nigga is like the end thing right now is the weirdest thing. It's in fashion. It's in the culture. In culture, if you're, like, not yourself, you're actually doing yourself a favor, and that's not good. 
And I'm telling you, that's well, the reason why we're talking would, about what I'm we're talking about. I disagree with you right here. But I'm, but really, I'm asking a question. I'm not really making a statement. I'm just going by what, like what I see. Okay. So, if you see something different, you can see something different. But okay. I know that every day, you know what I'm saying. We we get on the internet mm-hmm. and we look at things, and niggas is championing things that you know is garbage, and niggas is also treating other people certain ways based off of them niggas' moral value being low, bro. <laughs> Their moral value is low. So because their moral value is low, their taste level isn't pushing people to actually ask the right questions. If you went on Instagram right now and pressed somebody, nobody would want to say something. People would be very scared. You know? I mean, and if they smart, they should. My, um, versus if you was in the street and a nigga did something to you and you spoke up on it, niggas would be like, yeah, let's get to that point. Let's get there. To the point where niggas are instigated. Like, yeah, but let's go around the corner go... Let's go see what that nigga talking about. Because we can do that now at this point because everything else has went to hood politics first in terms of street, not like shooting a nigga, but hood politics first, white moral second. Because I can't live on how they told me to live, my nigga. Mm-hmm. If you let them tell it, Christopher Columbus found us and everything is all good. Oh, nah, it's, it's it's false values. And, 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 and morally, people are okay with it. And they start and they try to oppress niggas like us in this room or in this apartment as that, and that ain't right. It's, it's just not. So, how do you think that's supposed to turn? Well, I was just gonna say, <clears throat> in hip hop or rap music, the reason why the real is so uh, championed is because. I don't know, it's a very rare thing in art. It's like the only art where you have to, like, do what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we kind of, like, we've already had this battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tupac and Biggie died. Niggas was over the gun violence. Then the shit kind of got um, bubblegummy. You know, you had your Ja Rules and you had your bubblegum rap for a minute. Then Chicago happened. And outside of the music, you was hearing about the violence. So when niggas are talking about violence in music, the audience wants to see it translate because they've heard about it outside of the music. That's why you have to be really in the music because they hearing about the violence outside of it already. Fashion is they don't have that. It doesn't have that responsibility. Like it doesn't have that responsibility to be real in person as it is. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's just a different genre. So and also the greatest fashion or the greatest single contributor of fashion that's from one person in, in modern days is Martin Margiela. And there are three pictures of him available to the public. Three pictures total. You know what I'm saying? So we don't know if he's real, fake, gay, straight. We don't know nothing about that man, but his clothes are the most important. You know what I'm saying? The most appreciated. So I don't think that in fashion, you have to be necessarily anything. Look at Rav. He's obviously an asshole. But look at how much he's contributed. I don't think it's the same correlation. I think because we're young and black and the average rapper is young and black, we're automatically put to the same same fire. But this is really not a correlation. There's not really a correlation. Like Beyond what you try to make it. Yeah. I feel it. I'm not in fashion. Uh, But I, I look at other genres and I see, like, perfect example, science. If, if if people in science like astrology treated um, or like medicine 
you know what I'm saying? I mean, so let's say if people who who's in medicine treated fashion, if they treated medicine like fashion, there would be no new cures for nothing. Actually, we wouldn't even be legal because the person who just found like whatever first like motherfucking like cure, they would have just honored him and just act like he's Carl Lagerfeld of medicine. But in every other like field, people like to spin the wheel and let someone else make history. But everyone else in fashion is just tranquilized by the fact that these people did stuff without thinking, damn, I could fuck around and do the same thing. But you know why? Because no one, there, there is no black Karl Lagerfeld that people want to reference to feel like I can assimilate my taste with this person. And so because of that, most people who do love fashion are real students of it, like you guys or anybody who really, really knows fashion for real, for real, like maybe some of the people listening, they feel like, okay, to have this level of taste, I need to have this level of culture. And that culture ain't nothing hood. But what I'm saying is, guess what? That shit got a lot of hood shit in it, so we might as well embrace it because if someone's gonna uh, take elements from something black, but be like, whoa, 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 we just taking elements. We weren't trying to actually be black. That's false to me. Mm-hmm. That's false. And no one's ever questioned the pretense of, hey, maybe we could jump in and be as black as we want to be and still you know change what? the game. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate and I'm going to say I like some things that white people do, but I don't want to be white. Fuck. I don't, I don't want to not be able to <laughs> dance. And... <laughs> yeah. We should. We should. They used to APC, they used to make some good jeans back in the day. Dior on. Shit is fire, but I don't want to be. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to lose the great things that I love about myself either. Nah, you're right. And I don't think that's that's not the that's not the objective to just hate white people deep down inside. That's not the objective. It's to realize truth and 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 history, like so we can get onto a track of a forward progression. That's it. Oh. I don't even want this to get lost in race. It's not a race thing. It's just the people who are a little bit older than us are a little bit more into standoffish, um, like subliminal interactions with their reality rather than just being real about it. Mm-hmm. And if they was more comfortable, it would make us look even more normal. Look, that's air quotes for you guys. Normal to mm-hmm. people who would be future customers or anything. Subscribers, whatever the fuck you want to call them fans, whatever, you know? Imagine if, see, what you're doing right now, the shirt you have on, how you're smoking your weed, the type of weed you're smoking, what you're smoking the weed in, that shit is a taste at this point. By the way, so, Rick's not smoking, Brick don't smoke, buddy. Yeah, I'm in here, I'm being silent, I got contact, I'm pissed off. <laughs> so, I'm gonna you know what I'm saying? Mind. So because of that, like, what you have is an aesthetic. It's not the norm. And I don't, and I know you probably don't want it to be the norm, but it should be treated as such as a standard. There's a difference between the norm and the standard. Michael Jordan is a standard, but he's not the norm. Everybody can't dunk from the free throw line. You get what I'm saying? And what you do should be considered the standard, yep. but it ain't the standard because someone else is saying that's not normal. I mean, I, I, I mean that's not the standard. You get what I'm saying? Because someone is treating something else. Like basically someone is feeling like I can't be in my skin or be in my environment and feel like that level is good enough. I have to be somewhere white. Or I got to act the way these people act so I can't show love to things that I think really deserve the love. I know it deserves the love. I know they're better than me. I know this is good enough. But I can't give it that yet because someone else ain't give it that. That really ain't cool. Because you know what? Because we done lived that whole life 
feeling that, and I don't want to feel that as no grown man no more. Cause now my my hands and feet work better. I want to smack somebody. You yeah, feel me? That's the thing about it though. Your hands and feet are more valuable to you than these older hands that you want to help you. They can't help you, bro. There's no more record labels. I know. Their their entire their whole thing is gone. I think it's gone. So Damn. it's really it's a, it's about young OGs right now because we we the only people that understand it. The young people are the only people that understand it. So we kind of just got to man up. We can't they can't help us. All right, so we're going to reinvent the wheel. I'm cool with that. I just wanted to make sure everybody's on the same page. And niggas got to hear that and feel that. I learned us, bro. Sean Galliano is the head designer for Marcella. Sean Galliano is older than Marcella. You understand what I'm saying? No one has ever come into creative director house that they are older than. It's never happened. We in an interesting time right now. If we in the time where older does not mean smarter or you don't mean better. shit besides you just been around longer. Been here, not even been around because you just exist and not do shit. This really random. You know what I wanted to do? I wasn't gonna hit up the person me and um, Brick know to do this. I wanted to take um, the shit Kanye wore at um, the Revel Center in New Jersey when Margiela did the whole outfit for him, the all-white shit, when he looked like he was wearing like the long lab coat shit with mm-hmm. the all-white Air Force Ones. I wanted to take that whole outfit and put that shit on display. You should. Like in the um, in the Met, because I know one of the head curators at the Met. Because that whole... People forget Margiela was fucking with Ye to the point where like they did his Yeezus tour outfit. Did Margiela have an exhibition at the Met? Mm, mm, if they should, did, but they, no, I don't think so. I don't think so, neither. No, right, they just did... Cone. Yeah, but Marcelo's probably gonna happen soon though. I know he just had a he had a um, exhibition in Belgium where he's from, Antwerp. That shit different. Nah, that shit is different. But the shit he did for Kanye, like when he wore the all white, it's got a, yeah, that, that shit's so be. underrated. That shit needs to get like taught. You feel me? It needs to get taught. So look, all right, I like I like what you left a nigga off with. You dropped some jewels, bro. You said basically fuck them. Man, fuck we gotta act like we the first page. I'm okay with that. I'm cool with that. I'm comfortable. That's soy. Uh, shout out to um, soy with his crazy ass goatee. <laughs> 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 he got a show at SOBs. I guess I guess he got a free plug. There we go. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. That's the um, Brick, you didn't say much, but you my nigga. Hey man, listen. It's not a- not about me, it's about nah, us. no, you uh, look where I'm going with this. The roles kind of switch because usually you be the I half wanna... the time I don't be wanting to fucking talk. So now, like, yeah, I'm, yeah, he's got to figure I'm, it out. I'm chilling. So February 14th through the 16th. February 14th through the 16th. Letelier Rouge, shout out Letelier Rouge. Yeah. I have a beast already. Everybody keeps on knowing them. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> What's up, Crip? <laughs> but yeah, um, drink more water. Stop washing your face with uh, bar soap. Um, <laughs> use mouthwash before you brush your teeth. Um, exfoliate three times a week. Mm. Um, exfoliate before using a face mask. <laughs> Yo, you gotta, yo, I know you're serious. I'm gonna give niggas gems, bro. Like, you know, shit. Um, yeah. If you drink too much, drink, um, water mixed with activated charcoal. That's hangover preventative. 
Um, treat your lady nice and mind your fucking business. That's 2018. Watch, watch this work like y'all been doing. We appreciate it. Right. <laughs> Ain't nothing else to say. Stay tuned. Holla. I'm yeah, going to go eat my fish. This is about to be lit. Shout out to do the legend. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, this is damn near hour and thirty, bro. This shit crazy.